We get it. A cookie company is sponsoring you. Who's sponsoring you, Vanessa? Nobody. Probably your parents, bitch. <laughs> Hello, Caitlin. Hi, Kate. How are you? Oh, my goodness. It's so good to be back. Feeling it, good. It's wild. It's wild. I definitely feel rusty. I, I'm like, I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> I know. So uh, we're going to ease in this episode. We had, we had a, first of all, thank you to everybody who uh, sent in legendary moments for this episode. We are oh. going to read... Uh, Caitlin's looking oh at how God. many there are. How many are there? 14, I think? There's 13. 13 legendary moments for Girls versus Suits. So what we decided to do and is some- we're going to read all of them and chat about them and make the episode about you guys. We're going to read through your legendary moments after, obviously, we talk a little bit about how we felt about this episode. Um, and then we also have some some other mail from listeners, some good, some not so good. Mm. <laughs> that we're gonna, get my popcorn? That we're going to share. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so obviously we're back. We had our, our little summer hiatus. Uh, and we mm-hmm. actually came back a couple weeks ago with a live watch of this episode. Which was very fun. It was How's awesome. Liz, by the way, after her sting? Oh, Liz is very good, yeah. <laughs> Liz got stung <laughs> twice by Yellow Jackets during the live. <laughs> Do you remember how like, I tripped... What? Do you remember when I was walking outside for the live? Oh, I remember yeah. I, wanted, I tripped. Yeah. I got to show I still have bruises. Jesus Christ. I, I sort of apart. wanted to cry after like it happened, but I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> just embarrassment just took over. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I got some big bruises. Well, everyone mostly survived. Uh, she's she's fine. Yeah, I had to like pull oh, a stinger God. out of her face. It was great. Woo. But it was really fun. Thank you to everybody who uh, came. We did a cookie giveaway with Rachel's Cookies Mm -hmm. and Treats. So shout out to them for always being such an amazing sponsor. We do have a couple new reviews. Again, mixed bag. The first one was shitting on our bad sound quality. So they must be watching or listening to episode. um, They must be listening to season one right now. Because it was bad. Fine. I get it. It's fair. Fair. And I, I feel like I appreciate that you're starting from the beginning. Yeah. But just try a newer episode. We have that. Yeah. Likes, no. But they're never going to hear this. They're not going to hear it until it happens. I know. Nowhere to go but up, though. So if you do, on the off chance, decide to skip ahead, just know that it gets better. Um, but the other one was really nice. This one, uh, this other Apple podcast review is from Gary and it says, I am a massive Himium fan and I love how y'all review each episode and that y'all just feel so real. Some of my favorite podcasts are about TV, but by far you're the best. Keep up ladies or keep it up ladies. Thank you so much, mm, Gary. Thank you, Gary. So nice to read a nice, a nice message. We don't have as well. We have one shitty one for later. <clears throat> I, I didn't peek ahead. You didn't? Oh, great. I did good, not. Good, good. I did not. I wanted to. I um, Chris is in Boston for work and yeah. working with people for the first time since February 2020. Oh, my gosh. Um, but even then, he worked remotely before yeah. pre-pandemic. Uh, but anyway, so he is around people for the first time, more or less. And I told him that uh, we got some interesting mail, and he was like, "What's it say?" And I was like, "I'm not reading it yet. I'm <laughs> going to wait and see for the, cast. the episode." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding. You could tell. He's better. like, "No thanks. Yeah. No thanks." Um, but thank you to those who have left us reviews. You can leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Those really help us. We have a, a buttload of them now, and they are the reason that we were trending there for a little while, and we were ranking uh, on the top podcasts for TV reviews. So. Please keep up the good work and thank you all so much. And now we're going to get into talking about Girls versus Suits and our special mailbag episode. Woohoo! This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five Level members, Arjun, Adam, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. And thanks to all of our patrons for their support of the show. Our Patreon works on a sliding scale. You give what you can each month and you'll receive all the perks we offer. So join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. Caitlin, before we get into this episode, I need to read you an adorable email that we got. 
Since this is a mailbag episode, I feel like this really was the perfect time to read it. So this is a message from Liv, and Liv says, Hi, y'all. My name is Liv, and I'm an avid TV binger and then binge podcasts. I want to compliment you guys on an awesome Awesome podcast from the tough start with the audio (laughs) to to the professionalism and personalization of each and every episode. I'm not a huge fan of advertisements, but the way you talk about Rachel's cookies and treats, I couldn't resist and had to order even before I'm able to get caught up. Isn't that so nice? I think that's what you would you order live. I know we want to know what you ordered. We want to know if you love it. Was it the peanut butter cookies? Was it the chocolate chip? The iced lemon cookies, the biscottis, the brownies. What did you get? Molasses crinkle. Oh, the molasses crinkle. Please let us know. Uh, We got fall around the corner here and I have a feeling those (sighs) apple cider cookies are back, aren't they? Oh, I they I'm hoping so. I haven't checked yet. Let me open um, up the website as we're as we're. Oh my gosh! There's a new flip. Okay, there are two what? new flavors. What there's um so the iced cookies that we love the Nona's cookies they have them yeah. in maple pecan and Ooh. pumpkin spice. <gasps> yeah, bitch. Yeah. Oh so my goodness. These are obviously for a limited time only. Rachel's cookies and treats.com. And if you're a listener of our show, you get a discount. How much of a discount, Kate? 25% <gasps> off your order. Stop it. Yeah, you just need to use our code at checkout, which is HBFAM. That's all caps HBFAM at Rachel's cookies and treats.com. And you will get 25% off your order you can reuse the code again (gasps) and again and again it's not a one-time code guys no reuse the code as many times as you want to have that delicious sweet treat you've been craving yeah treat yourself treat yourself oh hell yeah people still say we stay it's fine they've got those delicious seasonal cookies as well as Mm. some year-round favorites handmade Woman-owned business, small so batches, so much love. They were nice enough to give away cookies to um, our contest winners mm-hmm. during our live stream. So we love them. Um, and, I mean, you can't go wrong. We love them as people, and we also love them as, like, cookies and yeah. a business. Like, literally everything. Yeah, and they wanted us to make sure you guys know they're huge fans of How I Met Your Mother. Yes. It's <laughs> not, like, it's not... a a, a, a th- it's not a random it's not a random sponsorship like they actively love the show they came mm-hmm. to our live watch of girls versus suits and had such a good time so go support some fellow members of the hb family at rachel's cookies and treats.com get 25 percent off your order with our code and let us know what you get this is season five episode 12 but really <laughs> it's episode 100 girls versus suits we're back baby uh it first aired on january 11th 2010 obviously it's carter bays and craig thomas who wrote this bad boy who else would do it and who else would be at the helm but pam Fryman for this massive musical number and super important episode not just for the musical number why is that kate because we are closer to the mother than we've ever 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 been it kind of like brings you back to like what the point of the show is. Which Carter and Craig are so good at doing. Reminding they, us. And they always remind us of the, of the series arc whenever they do episodes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, with the past couple episodes, we've, you know, we've seen Ted starting to get ready. He's ready to be dating again. We've mm-hmm. seen him kind of make this shift in this transition. But now we're literally like a foot closer. Yeah, a foot closer. Good one. <laughs> Yeah, because he glimpses the mother's foot. Um, for me, I I think that this, I mean, this is obviously such a such a classic episode. And mm-hmm. I loved the use of objects the whole time because that's like a huge thing in the Hemium universe, right? We have the blue French horn. We've got the yellow umbrella and the red cowboy boots, right? They're all these like <laughs> yeah. symbols, right? And now yes. we have the symbols that make up. The mother. We've got the school bus, the bass, the the book, the, the CD, the, even her her bathrobe, and you know, like the apartment being bright yellow. Like just all mm-hmm. of these objects are 
are just such an important symbol for I her. wish you said her name. <laughs> <laughs> They're just such an important it's symbol It's so for the her. mother. Yeah, it is so the mother. Um, so I just love... I love all that and the the yellow umbrella finding its rightful home again without yeah. anybody even knowing. Like, oh, oh such a good episode. It, I feel like this is an episode that gets so much better once you've seen the full season too, like mm. our season, the full show, yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because then you know other things that happen that I'm not going to talk about because right. it would be spoilery. But sure, like just things about. Yes, things are things are going to be fleshed out later. Uh, scenes will be revisited. People will be revisited. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's great because it's I mean, it's a classic Himium thing where we see a scene, but we don't see all of the information yet. And so yeah. that'll all kind of get fleshed out later, which is awesome. Um, we also have a very strong bisexual Lily. <laughs> happening in this season in this episode right she's like she thinks the bartender's hot then she thinks robin's hot when robin's behind the bar oh what a freaking so good so good and i mean let's talk about the musical number right like (laughs) it's so funny because that's that's like that looms so large in my mind that i forget that there's also this huge Ted and the mom plot to this episode, you know? Mm-hmm. But if to me, it feels like there's two A plots. I mean, the Barney thing, I guess, is supposed to be like the silly comic relief to it, but there are two such strong mm-hmm. storylines here that it's hard to think either one is, is the principal. Did you say it, or was it somebody else during the live watch where they said they forgot that these two storylines are in the same episode? Because yeah. it's insane. Like, I think of them as different you know i think of girls versus suits i clearly remember yeah. barney the song all of that yeah but the part with with cindy and ted like i forgot about all that i know i mean in that in that episode yeah i i said it and a couple of other people said it too and of course i mean when you first when you first see cindy and then she's talking about how she was in the class you're like mm-hmm. oh my god oh my god it's the mother oh my god it's the mother and then you realize it's her, it's her. It's the roommate, but there's no, there is no red herring here. There's no room for it. There's no way that Ted isn't really in the apartment of his future wife. Which, I mean, if it were real life, I know. I love story. I know. know. It's so good. So it's just like that irrefutable (coughs) evidence Mm -hmm. that once in a while Craig and Carter drop in where they're like, yup, she was definitely in this classroom. Yup. Ted's definitely in her apartment. Cindy fucking knows her. Mm-hmm. They hang out. They're friends. Like she was just in my room before Their with stuff her base. Of hers in, yeah. So it's like, oh my god, it like makes your hair stand on end because mm-hmm. she's so close. Mm-hmm. So how long are they gonna draw this out? I guess we'll find out. <sighs> like a hundred more episodes. <laughs> right, right. Um <gasps> And I mean, just Neil Patrick Harris and his fucking element. We have to do a Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. Yay! I fucking love that. If you guys mm-hmm. haven't seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, it's amazing. Do it. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris got together with Joss Whedon and some other people during one of the writer's strikes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which was probably, I'm guessing it was the writer's strike that broke up season three. I, I'm pretty sure it was. I feel like we talked about it yeah. then. So, um, oh, I just God, love his so voice. I love, good. yeah, I love him. He has a beautiful voice. He did such a good job. He just really, really sold it. The whole cast did a great job with their dancing. Bless them. <laughs> Bless. And I know Lily, uh, Allison Hannigan hates singing because I just recently watched the musical episode of Buffy. Mm-hmm. And I was I was looking obviously for like little tidbits and stuff, and she was like, "Please give me the fewest lines possible." <laughs> like, did not want to be singing at all. So I'm glad they let her just talk her a little bit. Well, I was just going to share a little a little bit of like the the things I did find. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go for it. Which are on my iPad, mm-hmm. which is not it's the document is not. It hasn't updated on my Google Doc. Oh, I see. So I'm going to, we're just remembering it. So um, I know that, I remember that there were 75 dancers in the ending number. 
And one forgot their shoes. One forgot their shoes. Yep. 50 piece orchestra. Um, Jason kept messing up like the last like part of like the song and the dance. (laughs) You can see that a little bit. Um, Yep. uh, Stacy, this is the most, the biggest part. So the sexy bartender. Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler, who was, you probably know this. I did not. She was a wrestler. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she started off with whatever was it WCW Mm -hmm. as she was like a manager and then they got bought out by WWF which is or WWE which is now WWF no No, they were WWF and now they're WWE thank you I finally mentally made the shift in my head yeah and then she was one of like the divas on until from 99 to 2006 I think hmm I found that interesting that is interesting I, I I feel like I used to know who she was married to but now I don't remember. Can you look that up? I am going like that's. To. I remember seeing her somewhere else, but it wasn't wrestling, or maybe it was like another role. There's something. Oh, this is gross on Wikipedia. That has her build weight. Well, I mean, if she's a wrestler, I guess that's important. Oh, I guess that's true. I was just thinking more as like actress, former um, cheerleader, retired professional wrestler. That's crazy. She comes back around, apparently, which I don't remember about. I don't remember that either. I just saw that, too. Jared Pobre? 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 P-O-B-R-E? They have three children, according to IMDb. Let me see. It says business person. American technology entrepreneur. He has a net worth of $200 million. Damn, Stacey, good one. Yeah, maybe it's not because she's married to him. Maybe it's something else. I don't know, but I feel like I've seen her somewhere else. Anyway... Go Stacy Keebler. Good job this episode. Cam Newton sued by Stacy Keebler's husband, Jared Pobre, for damage to rental home. Oh, shit. Damn Cam Newton. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, and then Rachel Bilson plays Cindy. Yes. Everyone knows her. Did you? So I was um, listening to Armchair Expert, the only other podcast I listened right. to, and they interviewed her. Mm-hmm. This was like in like a couple of months ago, and I just like listened to it because like oh I'll listen to it because of yeah. girls versus suits. But they just also interviewed Amanda Pete, <gasps> which is a Jenkins, Jenkins thing. Cool, um, but that was so it was really cool to kind of listen to him back to back. Um, Amanda but Pete's Rachel, a writer too. Have you listened to that episode yet? Because she wrote a TV show recently. Did she? she She's on episode. the chair on HBO. Is her new show? Um, she's married. That's the what fact she wrote. Share, she wrote on the chair. So she, her husband is David Benahoff, who's the showrunner for fucking Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. Yeah, she, I didn't see her in the chair, but she wrote, she wrote an episode, at least one. Okay. Yeah. I just remember her saying that was like her new show. So I thought maybe she was in it, but she was in Dirty John, which is, but that's that's the next episode. She's so good in Dirty John. Have you seen it? I haven't seen Bitch. it, but one time it's when so I was good. working at the Express in high school, somebody told me I looked like Amanda Pete, and I had never been so fat. Oh. It is not true. It is not true. <laughs> I don't see it at all. I just see Alex Mack when I look at you. Yeah, same, That's same. It. Me too, which is, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Ultimate compliment. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, anyway, so we'll talk about Jenkins next time, but Rachel Bilson. Yes, let's get back her to Her mom is a tantric sex <laughs> teacher what yeah that's crazy yeah or it's like yeah i was so i had heard that um on armchair expert before dax had talked about oh a friend of ours oh okay mom is a tantric sex expert what and then on the episode with amanda pete that's how i ended up listening to the rachel bilson one they're like oh yeah well you know rachel bilson her mom is a tantric i was just like that is crazy isn't that wild? Holy shit, dude. Wild. And she's like a, so Rachel Bilson's like a third or fourth generation, like Hollywood actor person who's been in like film or movies or something like that. Wow. Her her grandfather, I think it was, wrote The Rocketeer. <gasps> Loved that movie. Right. When it came out. Very cool. Same. And then like, yeah. That's awesome. Her great grandfather did something as well. So she's like the Barrymore's. Wow. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> A poor man's Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Sorry, Cindy. No, she's. You don't love Drew Barrymore? No, Rachel Bilson. Oh, okay. No, Rachel Bilson's great. She's great. She's great, but she's not. She's like... not Drew Barrymore. No. Yeah. 
With peace and love, we say this. With peace and love. Yeah. With peace with and peace love. With peace and love. That, that allows me to say whatever I want. Um, I, I was going to say, I, that's one of my favorite things to say. It's like a no offense, but. But it's a nicer thing than no offense. But it's offense, a way nicer I thing think. because it's like, it's a hard truth. Yes. And you know it's going to come off mean, but, but like you're going to yeah. say it. Yeah. With peace and love. Peace like you and just got to. saying this, but you're going to hate it anyway. You're going to hate everything about it, but it needs to it be needs sad. It needs to be fucking sad. Um, I've got some peace and love for a girl named Vanessa coming up. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah. So any, anything else you want to highlight about this episode before we get into our mailbag, before we dig in? I think that's about it more or less. Okay, um, cool. I'm sure it'll come up, but I did yeah. love Lily's obsession with like... She's hot. Oh, and yeah, 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 whole, yeah. Just everything about it. She all right, wants so to yes. wear her ass as a hat and all that. Yes, just yeah. the whole. It's so great. <laughs> um, all right, so now we're going to get into our mailbag. This is going to be a buttload of legendary moments and also some other mail that we got uh, while we were away. Um, should I start with the mean one and then just a wave of, of wonderful things? Or should yeah. I end with the mean one? Uh, well, I like, all right, what do the listeners want to hear more? What are we going to wait, make them wait? For? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone keeps talking about zoo or false. So I feel like people like the hate. So maybe we should save Vanessa for the end. Right. Let's, let's save make, it. let's not. make Vanessa sweat too. Yeah. Um, okay. So first up in our mailbag, um, we're going to start with just like the, the nice little messages we got while we were gone. We've got two of those. We've got one from Anand or Anand, who also sent in a legendary moment. <clears throat> um, so Anand said, could you guys do an episode for each character about how they are as a character and a person? I feel like the characters get a bad rap whenever they do a morally bad thing. Those bad things are done purposely to show purposefully to show that they are not perfect people instead that are good people who make bad decisions bt dubs love the show i love that idea i love that idea too yeah just really breaking down each character and yeah i think i think a lot of times we expect characters we love to be perfect but that kind of makes them not human anymore, makes, right? Yeah, <laughs> makes them a little bit more boring and not relatable. And this is a show about being in your 20s and early 30s. Like, everybody's making horrible mistakes. Even Lillian Marshall. Right, and I feel like Barney gets away with way worse than Lily has done. Mm-hmm. And everyone fucking hates Lily. Not everyone, but a lot of people have have very strong feelings about her. And I know... I know a piece of that is because everyone loves Marshall and she like has hurt Marshall before, right. but still, and I don't think she gets the, the slack that she deserves. Um, I read so ahead. thank you, Anand. We'll, we'll think about that as, as we're going along. Um, that might be an end of, end of series thing we can do to sort of reflect on each character. But I love that. I love the idea of doing something in depth on them. Um, all right, and the next one, the next normal email I is from Charlie. I read ahead. Did you hear me say that? Oh, God, you read her message? Did you read it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you hear my blood boiling? <laughs> let me get a little closer to the mic so you can let, hear let me, it, let Vanessa. Let me tell you, nobody hates, Kay- nobody hates people for me like Caitlin does. <laughs> She's my psycho. Um, okay, so but before we get into no, that. No, it's all right. Let's read Charlie. We're going to read Charlie's nice email. All right. So Charlie, Charlie is just wrapping up season one. Hi, ladies. I'm wrapping up season one of the podcast and wanted to drop you a note to say thank you for making this podcast. I love it. You ladies have really helped me through the past four weeks. Huh? I just started a new job. While it's fantastic in my dream job, you've provided an escape where I can laugh, learn, and think about Himium in new ways. And with Come On, I added crying. Oh, <laughs> we made him cry. Yay. Um, I mean, or not- made them cry. I don't know if Charlie, how our Charlie identifies. This has long passed for you, but I wanted to share my legendary moment for Come On at the end when Lily is finally seeing it unravel and she says, pause. And Marshall says no, and she repeats even more desperately. Pause! Oh, oh. oh. Alison Hannigan's portrayal of the terror of reality of what's happening gets me every time. Good point, Charlie. Yes, Charlie. She's so amazing. Thanks again, ladies. You rock. Thank you so much, Charlie. Yeah, thank you, Charlie. 
All right. So let's get into these legendary moments because we're going to save Vanessa for the very end. These are led now legendary moments for Girls versus Suits. Yes. Jeff writes, hi, k and I hope everything is going well in your respective worlds. I'm not sure I can choose anything but the musical number for my legmo. NPH rocked it. Honorable mention goes to the fact that Barney has an emergency suit hidden at McLaren's. Do you think that is the <laughs> yeah. only one? Best, Jeff. Oh, we didn't even talk about Tim Gunn. Oh, how did, I, I mean, had that. What a dream. Um, what but a dream. I think that Barney's, and I don't mean this in like a mean way or to make light of this because I know it is a serious thing, but I think Barney probably hides suits like alcoholics hide boots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't right? think it's making light of it. They're both addicted okay. To, okay. to the thing okay. that they love. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, Tim Gunn. Tim Gunn. You know what, what made a me cameo. a little bit sad about I, well, or maybe not, but I felt like Tim Gunn was playing Tim Gunn instead of just like who he is on Project Runway when you see him. Mm, you ever yeah, watch Project yeah, yeah. Runway? Yeah, yeah, totally. But I feel like he's more, like he just definitely felt like he was playing a part in the show. Well, yeah, they said TV's Tim Gunn, which was funny. I know, but I wanted him to be oh. like normal t- Tim Gunn, but I lo- fucking love him so much. Maybe that is normal Tim Gunn. <gasps> Whoa. What? No, that would just be, you just blew my mind. I just feel like he's very true to himself, but I don't know. I don't know. I th- uh, I, I guess it was the scripted lines more so. Oh, like the way he delivered. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that gotcha, was just gotcha, it. Gotcha. But I love when <laughs> when he's crying when Barney's crying and he's like, "Don't like it's silk." And Barney's like, "I know, <laughs> I know." Oh, Barney's crying is just so sweet. I love it. So so sweet. Um, okay. I'm trying to add shit then I shouldn't be doing that right now. All right. Next up is Rufus. Love that name as always. Mm. And so Rufus says, dear K and K, so excited for you to cover this episode as I think it's one of the best in the show. Amen. My legendary moment for this week is the return of bisexual Lily. Yes. At her absolute finest, yes, specifically yes, yes. the look on her face when she watches Robin tend the bar. Those, <laughs> those eyebrows just sell it for me. I would say the suit song as a legendary moment as the choreography, the song itself, and the humor of it are just incredible. And one of my all-time le- legendary moments of the show. But I have to presume <laughs> that this will be a very frequent LM, so I've tried to spruce it up a bit. Shout out to the puppy in a double breast. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I was wondering if you had heard of the theory that suits were a euphemism for cocaine and that Barney actually suffered a long-term cocaine addiction, which much like weed or sandwiches, future Ted covered up with a metaphor. There's plenty of evidence for and against it, but I think this is... This episode deepens this theory quite a bit. The bartender's repulsion of Wall Street brokers and suits makes more sense, as well as the hilarious scene where Barney puts on a suit in the toilet, a scene which I believe is a parody um, off the heroin scene in Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Um, before I read the rest of that, we can just talk about that a little bit. I feel like just because it's that scene in the bathroom is like, based on a pulp fiction scene i think the suit addiction is enough i don't think that it's i don't think it's a euphemism for coke i don't i just don't i that's not something i've ever even heard before have you heard that no i hadn't that's why i was like what (gasps) huh i was like right and i mean it's an an addiction birthday suit nakedness (laughs) what i've heard i have heard that a birthday suit means like naked but i haven't heard anything about a suit and cocaine. Right. No, but like specifically to Barney, I guess, not like in the general zeitgeist. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I haven't, I have never heard that as a theory for the show. I might DM Craig just to ask him. Um, Look at you saying that all casual. But really to just be like, have you heard of this theory? Because for me, it's enough that he's that addicted to suits. Like that's what's the silly thing. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a fucking deep cocaine addiction because that addiction would be like ruining the rest of his life. And it's not. So, um, okay. Also just a question for you two. Are you more like Marshall or Lily in your respective marriages? Are you willing to admit when you see someone particularly attractive or are you always drawn solely to your partner? Like Marshall best wishes from the UK Rufus. Caitlin. Well, as a participant in an open marriage, I would say that hey! I have no problem if Chris finds some 
somebody else attractive and vice versa. And as someone in a closed marriage, I like to joke about it being upset by it, but I'm not really. I mean, like, well, I mean, hold on. But first of all, like women. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely not a Meta Marshall. Look at you admitting that on, I on know, tape. I know, for the fans. Are you, are you okay just, with that? Are you yeah, okay I'm, with I'm fine with it because most people I know don't listen to it. Holler. <laughs> well, you guys got some fucking scoop today. Yeah, you got the tea. You got Vanessa. the hot tea. You get you a cookie to dip or a biscotti yeah. to dip in your <laughs> Nice in crunchy tea. cookie. Yeah, I, no, I don't actually care. I, I pretend to get mad about it, but I'm not really mad. Liz really likes Kristen Press on the U.S. Women's National Team. So I'm just like, same. Why do you marry her? You know, like that. But no, I mean, it, that's totally fine. I don't I don't care if she likes anybody else. And I, but I am mostly I do think Liz is the most attractive person in the world. So that's just she's she's I the mean, sweetest. Come little on, nugget. that smile. Isn't she so cute? She's adorable. So funny. I, f- I found um or this this girl came up on my TikTok who I'll have to send her to you. She literally looks like a baby Liz. Like she's like this teeny little young lesbian nugget with like the same kind of hair and like the same like facial features. And I sent her to Liz. I was like, oh my God, it's you, but like younger. She's like, I'm sorry you didn't get this version of me. I was like, no, I don't want this version of you. Mm-mm. It's just funny that she looks like you. Yeah. Like that's not the point. The point is I love mature adult you. I always I tell Chris that I'm like if we met when we were younger. I don't oh know. my god! I don't know about this. <laughs> I on both sides. On both sides. Yeah, yeah. It would have been. It would have been terrible. Yeah. Timing, it's right? It's, it's one part out. of the triangle Timing for a reason. Huge, huge. So thank you, Rufus. Those were stimulating questions. Yeah. That I really appreciate. How about it? All right. Next up is Susan, and Susan writes in. I always forgot. Or bleh, <laughs> can't read i always forget how big of an episode girls root suits is the suit song all the little new details about the mother tim gunn also legendary but if i had to pick just one legmo i would have to say the fact that ted was so close to the mother but didn't know it yet till next time susan yeah that's a good one that is a good one like that oh it just it just adds momentum and it's like halfway through the season it's not like at the end of the season so it's like oh my god where are we gonna go from here it's really cool Thank you, Susan. Okay, that is a really up. good point. It's like middle. Right? Of, yeah. Just like invigorated it and made it big for a for hundred. So um, I know. All right. Next up, we have David R. David R. says, hello. I very much enjoy this episode. Anytime we get closer to discovering who the mother is, you know it will be a fun time. This episode is just a lot of fun. There are many legmos to choose from. But because some of mine would contain spoilers for future episodes, mm, I will have to go with the song Nothing Suits Me Like a Suit. The song is a lot of fun. The part I probably enjoy the most is when each character interacts with Barney and he always says suits. <laughs> even with Lily in a made up in his head own own in, blah, blah, blah. even with Lily in a made up in his own head song, he still portrays Lily as someone trying to save the world and still interrupts her to tell her no, don't be ridiculous. Get your head out of your ass, Lily. That might Such be my legendary episode. moment. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you, David. So good. All right, next up is Tish. Tish writes, hey, ladies, I don't know what happened, but my legmo from last episode somehow got missed. I decided <gasps> to resend it. Hope it's okay. Tish, I'm fully rolling my eyes, of course. And I just read it quickly, and I definitely – I probably read it in the email and then just closed mm. it because I remember – reading parts you of remember this. reading it yeah. yeah okay okay it's familiar to me <clears throat> because it starts off hey beautiful ladies it was so great to hear liz on last episode and i remember reading that and being like it is so fun i love hearing liz on the episode too oh this is one of my comfort himium episodes i will watch this <clears throat> one a million times funny story so my f- friend's parents owned a bar and because of covid they were closed so they decided that would be the perfect time to do renovations. But we had gut parts of the bar first and were cleaning out the storage area and found signs for smoking and non-smoking sections of the restaurant. <laughs> and also a poster from when the law changed to stop allowing smoker inside restaurants. That's nuts. Oh, wow. My legendary moment is the end when they all vow to quit smoking and Ted tells us when they actually quit. Honorable mention to the Tim Hortons can on the roof. I've seen many of the Tim's cans full of empty butts around them. 
<laughs> anyway, on to my ledge mo for this week. It was so awesome hearing Chris and Jeanette. They always make me laugh. This is such such a good re- bleh, such a good one for many reasons, but one it's uh, Roberts from OC. Oh oh, bleh, I wow! I can't read. <laughs> this what was happened? such a good one for for so many reasons, but it's Summer Roberts from OC. I read oh. Summer as like the oh not I person. see, and that's Rachel Bilson, right? Yes, yeah, 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 Summer. When I was younger, hell, I'm still obsessed. Summer being on this episode kind of makes me think of the fact that a lot of shows from the early 2000s are having a resurgence because the cast members are doing rewatch slash recap pods. Yeah, yeah. Which leads me into my question, which members of the main cast do you think would make an awesome recap pod? I feel like Neil and Colby Smolders would just make me laugh. My legendary moment has to go to the glimpse of the mother we get and how we push the (laughs) storyline. (laughs) <laughs> that we're that much closer to the mother. This is why I'm laughing. Bisexual Lily alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the long email. Regards, Tish. Happy Thank to read it. Tish. Thank you for yeah. resending. And who would you like to see on a podcast? Well, before I forget, I do want to mention, like, I had never noticed the Tim Hortons coffee can with the butts in it. Mm-hmm. But that just proves that it's usually Robin that's up there ripping butts because you know that was her coffee that she oh, bought and for went through. Sure. And I love that. That's such a nice touch. For sure. Um, I think the person I would want to do it is probably the person the most likely to do it, which is Allison Hannigan. Mm. Like, I feel like she she is a lot more commercial than most of the other people right now. Like, she's doing, like, game show stuff and, and yeah. a lot of stuff on cable. And I feel like she might be more, more willing and accessible to do something like that. Like, I don't think Josh Radner ever wants to talk about the show ever fucking again. No. Uh, I think the same is true with Jason. Yep. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is just so busy and. He would be like open to it, but like when? Right. Maybe for like a couple episodes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, I mean, Lily, I mean, Lily and Robin doing it together. That would be my dream, I think. Yeah. I think the two of them together could could do it. Like the office ladies, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But then did you see that fucking Kevin from The Office started doing one too? Are you serious? I was like, what the fuck? Come like, on. I love Kevin, but like, and, and I'm sure he has like his own stuff, but like, I don't know. That that rubbed me kind of weird I, to I, do it at the same time in the same format. That just, just seemed weird to me. also just feel like sad because I'm automatically assuming it's not going to be as popular and like, <laughs> I feel sad for him. Classic Kevin. But people, he is like a cult favorite. So, I mean, I'm sure he's doing fine. Um, But thank you for that, Tish. And if they ever do decide to do a a walkthrough of every single episode, I feel like we should just quit. (laughs) Because, like, what? Well, I mean, we are not going to give better stuff than they are. No. No. No, never, right? No, we'll just call it a day. If, If Lily and Robin start a podcast, we will do a beautiful farewell. Yes, like, and you know, we'll go on to live our lives. Maybe we'll do something else together, uh, but not something that's nine seasons long. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was I over we overcommitted overcommitted. <laughs> yeah, true to form. I took nine. <laughs> the fucking yeah. bridesmaids. Yes. <clears throat> so. Uh, the next one is Lauren, who is a new fan. Woohoo! And Lauren says, hello, my name is Lauren, and I'm a recent fan. This may be a common answer, but the song is my favorite. I still sing the song and know all the words by heart. I even have a mini celebration when I can hold the note at the end. Yes! Yeah. I rarely can do it, but yeah, it's very, it's a very big deal when I can. It's satisfying. I am always shocked by MPH's vocal talents. Very, very yes. good one. Yeah, the song will be stuck in my head for weeks now. Mostly I just end up yelling, a girl with daddy issues. <laughs> like out of all of it, that's what always, that little belting moment is always what comes out of me. So good one, Lauren. Thank you. Love it. All right. Let's see. Who's next? David M. Easily one of the best episodes in the whole show. Every plot line is a hit. Ledge Mo to Lily being annoyed that Marshall doesn't think the new bartender is hot because it is absolutely hilarious how far he goes with things like that. Hell yeah, I'm gay. Gay for you. Gay for you. Great line. <laughs> so good. We stand, Marshall. Ledge Mo to the dramatic suit death scene, especially for the fact that Barney really has Tim Gunn as his personal tailor. Absolute legend. 
Ledge mode to Robin's hot music montage getting cut (laughs) short. One of my fave things to happen in any show. Absolute ledge mode to the musical number. Easily the second best moment in any Himium episode. Maybe even the best. But I think one from a future episode is still my fave. Thanks, Ooh, David. nice. The, a, a better musical moment? Is that what he said? He, um, a legendary. He said that the musical number was easily the second best moment in any Himyum episode. Oh, oh, like period. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he thinks the, the main one is. You can tell us. Yeah, you could email us what you think it is. Yeah. Because I would love to know. One for me jumps out as a moment I like screamed and cried. Oh, God. Anyway, <clears throat> getting choked up. Oh. All right. Next up is Lisa. And Lisa says, <clears throat> hi, ladies. Where do I even begin with this episode? The 100th episode in this series does not disappoint. It's cliche, but it literally has everything. Most notably, a musical number and major hints at the mother. Salute. <laughs> it is so hard to narrow down just one legendary moment, but I just had to write in for this special episode. My legendary moment has got to be the musical number. I mean, come on. The entire cast is actually so musically talented, and this is just an amazing scene. Well, maybe not everybody, (laughs) but most of them. (laughs) I can recite it perfectly because it is so iconic. Um, Also, Stacey Keebler. That is all. Have a great fall. Thank you, Lisa. Ken writes... Hey, K&K, I really enjoyed this episode. So much going on here with making progress on the mother, Lily's bisexuality, and Barney's codependency on suits. My main ledge mo is the outstanding performance of Nothing Suits Me Like a Suit. My wife loved it too, and she's not a Himyum fan. Hmm. You still are married to her? How did you marry her? I hope she has, I'm sure she has lots of other wonderful qualities. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is lovely. It's okay. I hope she doesn't like Big Bang Theory. Oh, my God. I was, like, I was like, as long as she doesn't like Big Bang Theory, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <gasps> JK, JK. Oh. Mostly kidding. Yeah, mostly kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the lines, Lily, get your head out of your ass, and the sidewalk is going to smell like pee-pee now. Yes, I love that line. Thank you for bringing so it up. So good. I mentioned an awful... I mentioned an awful Himyum watch along podcast in my last email. They kept calling Robin a slut, but saying sloot. It's been a, it was a very frat boyish, uh, in my opinion. Anyway, can't wait to hear the podcast. I'm going through withdrawals because I started listening a couple months ago and I'm all cut out. Thank you again for this wonderful podcast. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Ken. We're back, baby doll. We're back. (laughs) We're back. We're back. Um, Okay, the next one is from our best friend, Adam. And Adam says, first off, happy 100th episode, ladies. Who doesn't love this episode? It is so fun. It's all about Barney and who doesn't love that? So many, I have to say, Liz loves Barney. We just, before this, we rewatched. Oh, she's just chuckling the whole time. She's a huge Barney fan. (laughs) Chris is too. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like casual listener, casual watchers love Barney because it's not a, a character that like has to build to be funny. Like he, Neil Patrick Harris is just fucking funny. Yeah. He's amazing. You know I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so many great highlights from this episode, from the song to Robin going behind the bar to Ted's awkward out of sync dancing. <laughs> My, yeah, he does like this arm pump thing. It's like, really weird. Uh, he's, he always dances like that though. It's funny. Bless. My legendary moment is definitely the song. It's on my playlist along with every other Himyum song. But my highest of legendary moment is watching Ted dance during it. He messes up and I love it because I'm the exact same way. You're a great friend. Stay safe, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Mm. Thank you, Adam. Next is Anand. Did I say that right? I hope. Yeah, he's... let us know if we said Let us know. Right. Names are important. Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. hey, I know lady. someone whose name is spelled that way with a D on the end, but it's Anand, not like the 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 accent is in a different spot. So let us know if we're saying it right. Yes, please. And thank you. <clears throat> hey, ladies. In Barney voice, what up? <laughs> or, I can't. I can't do it. I'm not good at impressions. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. Before I reveal my legendary moment, I want to tell you both something. There's a certain feeling I get whenever I watch Himyum, and I get that exact same feeling whenever I listen to you guys. And the closest thing I described the feeling as falling in love. So I guess I love you. Oh, thank you. That's really sweet. So, number one, Barney wearing a suit while water skiing. Oh, I have five ledge mo's for this episode. Perfect. One, Barney wearing a suit while water skiing. 
Excellent. Two, Robin showing circumstantial hotness, the perfect <laughs> expressions and actions, and the cherry on top, cherry pie. Yes. Three, Barney feeling up Marshall's suit and then Marshall slapping him. <laughs> Four. Yeah, we get a free slap. There's a free slap in there. Oh, I didn't even think about it being bed. a free yeah. slap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Four, when Barney puts on the suit in the bathroom, the music, the camera angles, and MPH's acting, fucking brilliant. And Barney having a secret compartment in the bathroom stall door is the most Barney thing ever. So to quote good. Ted Vivian Mosby, love that dude. <laughs> Number five, nothing suits me like a suit. I could do a whole fucking monologue on the brilliance of this of the greatest musical number in television history, but that would make the email much longer than it already is. <laughs> P.S. Apologies for the length of this email and congratulations to Carter and Craig for writing this world-class piece of art and to Pamela Fryman, the greatest television director of all time, on her masterful directing on this episode. And I recently watched The Wolf of Wall Street, and I just know you both will love the chaos and craziness of the film. Good day to you both. Thank you so much. Yeah, I I did see Wolf of Wall Street and I did enjoy it. I enjoyed Leonardo DiCaprio. I always love everything he does. Um, I would say I found it indulgent, um, not in a way that like, of course, it's indulgent. It's the 80s on Wall Street and Coke, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it's a Scorsese and DiCaprio thing that I mean, it's just too long. It's just too much. So that's me. But I mean, it was definitely like something you can't tear your eyes away from. I don't know if you've seen it. Caitlin. I haven't seen it. No. OK. Um, so that's my, that's my review of Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Saw it in theaters. Um, next up is Brooke. And Brooke says, hi, ladies. First time writing in. Yay, Brooke. Uh, I was going to join the live watch party, but having never done it before, I didn't realize I had to register early. So hopefully next time. Yeah, um, I I try my best. to. This is Kate talking now. I try my best to put out instructions um, ahead of time. So just like look for those and you'll be able to join. Uh, thanks for making this podcast. I finally caught up and I'm now having to watch. I'm, now I'm having to listen to old episodes again. Plus watch Kate and Liz's YouTube channel. Yay. Yay. I also started listening to Remember Twilight and Remember Harry Potter because of your podcast. Oh, I don't know what those are. Those must be other uh, podcasts that are that cover Twilight. I'm and like Harry Potter. secretly horrified you- by Twilight. Like I want to know it. <laughs> I want to know what it is. Anyway, about the girls versus suits episode. <clears throat> I remember the first time I watched it and my heart was in my throat thinking this was the mother and I was Mm. so excited. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then her insecurities about her roommate surfaced. I look at it a lot differently now, though, knowing the future, but I'll save that for later. My legendary (laughs) moment is that. Yeah, me too, actually. Exactly. Exactly. But no spoilers. Uh, No spoilers, but yes. Uh, My legendary moment is the part of the song when Marshall starts singing, what would you do if you had to choose between your suits and a pot of gold? Suits. I just love it so much. Thanks, Brooke. Yeah, obviously he did like a whole Lucky Charms thing, <laughs> which was great. Inspired choice, Marshall. I love it. Uh, our last legendary moment. And that's right, mm-hmm. friends, last, which means we're getting to the email. The email from hell. But this is a legendary moment from Sam P. Sam writes, hey, K&K, hope all is well. The obvious legmos for this episode are the amazing amazing musical performance and mother updates. So I'll go a different direction. Mm. Mm. My legendary moment for this episode is the album Who Will Cut Our Hair When We're Gone by the Unicorns. Oh. Once I saw the CD on the show, I gave it a listen, and I love it so much. The music selection for this show, even when it wasn't played, is top notch. Thanks, Sam. Good one, Sam. I'll have to check out that album. I was wondering when I saw this. I was like, I want to listen to that album and I want to read that book. So, same. Maybe we should do a World's End book club for the How I Met Your Mother fans. <laughs> hey, That'd be fun. Yeah. a fall read. I love so that. thank you, Sam. Thank you, everybody, for your legendary moments. Caitlin, what is your legendary moment? Bisexual Lily. Mm. It was strong. strong and get your head episode. out of your ass. Yeah, good one. For me, it's it's the mother's apartment. Uh, duh. I what? Feel, like I know I'm thinking girls versus suits. That's all I'm thinking of is like that whole storyline. Yeah. Already forgot about. Yeah. Listen, bisexual Lily is solid and, and she didn't get enough love. So. But no, just like I couldn't even legendary moment. Didn't even. I know. Uh, it, so does, it does overshadow such a huge piece of the story. So tell me more about your legendary moment. 
Well, I just remember, I just remember watching it for the first time and it was, yeah, you just feel the whole show like pick up again and like this huge thing has fallen mm-hmm. into place that can't be um, a trick, right? Because there have yeah. been a couple of times we're like, oh my God, is that her? Is that her? You know, he, he, he's on the sidewalk and someone walks up behind him and he's holding his yellow umbrella. Is that, and Stella, it's right? Fucking so Stella. It's fucking Stella. Stella. And her st- I'm doing the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid Stella. So... This is like, oh, my God, like th- there's no turning back. Like mm-hmm. it's it's going to be it has to be better and clearer evidence from here on out because we know where she lives now. So um, I just remember being so excited that first time that I saw this and like the, the girls versus suits is obviously incredible. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's the that's the moment. I remember watching the episode for the first time when they point out the bus. That's the first time I saw that. And I was just like, <gasps> and it's been there the, the whole, whole time. time. Yes. I just remember that being so exciting. And we've talked about this many times in the earlier seasons, but all those like callbacks and the big payoffs in that way, yeah. you know, and it's like, we, ha- we don't see the kids as often. Yeah. But that's something we had seen again and right. again and again without ever realizing it. Yeah, and the kids, we see the kids this time, too, so it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, it's good to be back, um, mm-hmm. and now it's time to take a little a little dip, final dip into the mailbag. Oh, what do we got To there? share with you guys this, this uh, totally lovely piece of mail we got. <clears throat> I'm going to check to see if this person has written back since I responded to them. Nope. <laughs> okay, so... As I was going through our mail today, um, putting all of your lovely legendary moments together and and your thank yous and your your well wishes while we were on our summer hiatus, I came across this gem <clears throat> from someone named Vanessa. And it says the subject line was eating on podcast. And first of all, this person took the took the initiative, I would say, or took the time to do it through our website. So it's just so weird. Um, Because they probably (laughs) didn't want the email to... Oh, I saw their email. I saw their fucking email address. Okay, so um, eating on podcast. Let me do a voice that's probably Vanessa's voice. So gross for those of us that can't stand people talking while eating. I can't even listen to the podcast without rolling my eyes at the obvious eating into the camera microphone to what to what help your stupid cookie shit. I don't want to hear that. And I'm not alone. We got it. A cookie company is sponsoring you. So got it. That is what they said. Well, First of all, fuck you, Vanessa. (laughs) That's how a sponsorship works. Yeah. We talk about them every episode because they sponsor every episode. And guess what? It's pretty predictable when we do it. So feel free to fucking skip it. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but you can skip ahead like 15 seconds and the ads and are like over. Yeah. Like our ads oh are real God. short. It's not even a fucking ad. It is just a testimony of our love to this incredible, small, local company that yeah. makes incredible, delicious treats. And you're not a patron, so I know you're not paying to listen to this podcast. So <laughs> your feedback doesn't really land. Do not but give a fuck. Do not give a fuck. This is what I said back to Vanessa. Damn, Vanessa, who raised you? (laughs) This is such a rude email. I hope you realize how mean this was someday and cringe from the embarrassment. I know I did. Yikes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, God. Like, who who just has the time? I, you know, actually, Vanessa, I want that time. Like, how do you have that time? Yeah. To go to the website to submit the web form. Submitting a web form. I don't even know what our website is, Kate. Like, I would have to like, <laughs> hey, do some podcast.com. Hey, beautiful podcast.com is our oh, website. So she has to like have listened to us enough to. That's the thing. Like, what kind, like, how much of a fan are you if you're sending us this shit? Um, on top of that, girl, who still uses hotmail.com? <laughs> like, just like in general. I didn't even know they still had like addresses. 
Same. available. That's how like, she registered her GeoCities website. Is it, <laughs> is it your grandpa's account? Like, do you pay for what? AOL still? Do you get the CDs in the mail? Do you have to yell at your brother to get off the phone when you want to go online and, t- and chat to your friends? <gasps> like, what the fuck, bitch? Wow. Just like... I think your email is just so good. It's just like rude and mean spirited. And I'm not sure Mm. what you were trying to accomplish. If it was just to get us to talk shit, mission accomplished. Yeah, totally. Our favorite thing to do. Not sure if you know that. So thank you for an outlet. Yes. Oh my God. So needed. We're so Um, well behaved on this show. I know. Good for all. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Yeah. Um, And, you are not going to stop me from eating while I record. Yeah. You're not going to stop us from talking about the cookies. Yeah, never. And the thing is, we have had people say in a much nicer way that they don't love when we chew on the mic. Yeah, and, and we backed off and I and apologize. And we backed off. We, apo- we apologize for it. And I want to get some fucking Captain Crunch right now. <laughs> I want and fucking. Chew. I want to chew like Lily eating a, a raw carrot, just cufflinks up a up a vacuum. That's I what I want to do. Oh my god, that, that's so good. Yes, yes, yes. But like, get a get a life or learn how to skip fifteen seconds. There's a little button on the bottom. We got it. A cookie company ahead. is sponsoring you. So got it. We get it. A cookie company is sponsoring you. Who's sponsoring you, Vanessa? Nobody. Probably your parents, bitch. <laughs> Which in case, you know, I'm pretty Ooh. jealous of that. But. Yeah, right. I wish my parents were paying all my bills. Um, wow. I can't wow, even Vanessa. listen to the podcast without rolling my eyes at the obvious eating into the camera. Okay, don't listen. Please camera, don't listen. The camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the camera. <laughs> I love eating into a camera. It's so loud. And roll your fucking eyes. I don't care. I really don't. I also don't want you to listen. Like, if this is the kind of weird shit that you send to people who spend their free time making something for you to enjoy, find another podcast. Lose our number. Send your hot mails somewhere Send your fucking stinky hotmails in another direction. God. God. <sighs> your stinky <Wow>. hotmail. <laughs> That's what I'm going to put in the, oh, sum, I'm the, just... the byline of this is just stinky hotmails. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm not going to, like, lose sleep or, like, really waste energy beyond us, like, having fun right. talking about this. But, like, truly. Oh, totally. No. Truly, like. Why you got to be so mean? Yeah. Rachel's Cookies and Treats is an awesome company. They're great people. And we're so yeah. happy to talk about them and eat their delicious we love cookies them. and encourage. You know what, Vanessa? You are not allowed to use the HB <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. You are I'm not part of the HB fam. We're going to tell them to look out for your stinky hotmail <laughs> and to cancel any order. <laughs> Just kidding. We will not get involved. They would hate that. Yeah, we would. Um, we're not getting involved. We in would their never do that. All, but um, but yeah, just like get a life. And anybody out there, like, it's one thing to critique us, like constructively. Totally fine. Yeah, you've heard it, and we just laugh and we apologize if it's something we fucked up. But coming at us hot like this, having had no contact with us, like literally, who hurt you? yeah that's like a chain of screening kind of thing right therapy is my final recommendation we like to laugh at ourselves more than anybody yeah so anyway i just i really wanted to give vanessa a special shout out today um thanks for being you you stinky hot male (laughs) you stinky hot male Oh. Uh, that's that's it that's uh that's all i had to say for vanessa thank you to everybody else who has been who wonderful who sends us lovely emails yeah, and you. your legendary moments every other week and have been supporting the show for so long we really really appreciate mm-hmm. you thank you for being so gracious as we took some time off this summer to disconnect and recharge and you know try new things because mm-hmm. you know sometimes you just need to do that yeah. um and we will be back in two weeks with a normal episode. 
And that episode is Jenkins. Jenkins. Which is one of my favorites of this season, so I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was just going to say some stuff. We'll talk about it next time. We'll talk about it next time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, send your legendary moments to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com for Jenkins. Thank you, as always, to the cookies we love to eat on camera. We love to eat them on camera. <laughs> Rachel's Cookies and Treats, our favorite sponsors. If you love this recap, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And make sure you subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss a Himian recap. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All. Oh, don't forget you, you, Vanessa. Yeah, fuck you, Vanessa. But you can also head over to our website, heybeautifulpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah, head over to heybeautifulpodcast.com and submit a web form with your hotmail about about things you hate that we do while you're Please at it. Take take time out of your life. We'll do a whole hate mail segment. <laughs>